I give honor to the full throne of God and say greetings to all who are listening. Pharaoh, king of Egypt. Three points. A. We will see why Pharaoh, the king of Egypt, plagued Israel with cruelty and bondage. B. We will see how God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And C. We will see how Pharaoh represents we will see who Pharaoh represents uh, today in our time. A. This is why Pharaoh plagued Israel with cruelty and bondage. After Joseph died and all his brethren and all that generation, there rose up a new Pharaoh who did not know the goodness of Joseph and all he did for Egypt. This Pharaoh feared the mighty children of Israel and feared the number of them. He thought Israel would one day join his enemies and rise up against them. So Pharaoh decided to enslave Israel. Exodus 1, 7-14 And the children of Israel were fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceeding mighty. And the land was filled with them. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt which knew not Joseph. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we. Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens. And they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Ramesses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew. And they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor. And they made their lives bitter with hard bondage in mortar and in brick and in all manner of service wherein they made them serve was with rigor. Now B, we will see how Pharaoh's heart was heartened by God. Exodus 4:21. And the Lord said unto Moses, When thou goest to return to Egypt, see that thou do all those wonders before Pharaoh, which I have put in thine hand. But I will harden his heart, that he shall not let the people go. God hardened Pharaoh's heart to show him and the people that he is God and that power belongs to him. Each time Moses was sent to Pharaoh for him to let the people go, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. And each time a plague was brought down on Egypt, showing the power of God. Exodus 10, 1-2 And the Lord said unto Moses, Go in unto Pharaoh, for I have hardened his heart and the heart of his servants, that I may show these my, these my signs before him, and that thou mayest tell in the ears of thy son and of thy son's sons what things I have wrought in Egypt and my signs which I have done among them, that ye may know how that I am the Lord. Exodus 7, 3-5 And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh shall not hearken unto you, that I may lay my hand upon Egypt and bring forth mine armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments 
and the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I stretch forth my hand upon Egypt and bring out the children of Israel from among them. In chapters 7 through 11 of Exodus, you can read about the various plagues God punished Pharaoh and Egypt with. Now see, today in our time, Pharaoh represents Satan. Satan holds God's children in a spiritual bondage. Satan afflicts God's children with cruel afflictions. He is a ruler, just as Pharaoh was. Ephesians 6.12 For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Satan has afflicted God's children in cruel ways, physically and mentally. He imprisoned some of God's children with unclean spirits, that they may hurt themselves or others, or cause embarrassment to themselves and family. Luke 8, 27-30 speaks of a man that had devils for a long time. He wore no clothes, did not live in a house, and he lived among the graveyard. Often when the people caught him, they bound him with chains and fetters, but he broke away from them, and Satan drove him into the wilderness. Can you imagine what this man has been through? And imagine the heartbreak and the worry of this man's family. But Christ healed him and drove Satan out of him, just as Christ will heal and do this again. We read about Job, who was a perfect man. Well, you can read about Job. Now, he was a perfect man with God, yet Satan afflicted him with much cruelty. Satan afflicted him with everything he could without killing him. Job lost his children, his possessions, everything he had, and Job had a lot. He even lost his health to the point that he thought he was dying, and he just wanted it to be over. Through all his afflictions, he remained faithful to God, and God blessed him even more when all of that was over. And you can read in Job chapters 1 to 2 concerning that. And in closing, God will turn around our captivity from Satan if we return unto him. Deuteronomy 32 to 3. And shalt return unto the Lord thy God, and shalt obey his voice, according to all that I command thee this day, thou and thy children, with all thy heart and with all thy soul, that then the Lord thy God will turn thy captivity, and have compassion upon thee, and will return and gather thee from all the nations, whether the Lord thy God hath scattered thee. And we know that God has not done this yet. So he is speaking to us today, if we will hearken unto his voice. Amen.